1: Welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast with your hosts, Chip Patterson, Tom Fernelli, Danny Cannell, and Bud Elliott. It's your call for the best college football coverage, from National Signing Day to the National Championship and everything in between. CBS Sports presents the Cover 3 Podcast. And welcome back to the Cover 3 Podcast, where we've gotten rid of Chip Patterson. We have no use for him. And just like Notre Dame's got to replace Brian Kelly, I'm here to replace Chip. Fellas, so it's been a couple hours since we last saw each other's faces and talked about coaches leaving for other jobs. And we have another huge coaching change in the carousel. Brian Kelly, while not official, multiple people are reporting is leaving Notre Dame to take the LSU job. Scott Woodward got the big name he was hunting for and that we thought he was going to get. It's just not the big name we thought it would be. So, I mean, this is what? Less than two days after Lincoln Riley or hell, 24 hours almost since Lincoln Riley shocked the world by leaving Oklahoma for USC. Brian Kelly shocks the world by leaving Notre Dame for LSU. How are we feeling about this? I mean,
2: Brian Kelly is a really, really good coach. Consistent results there at Notre Dame. He had one bad year, and after that, he kind of demonstrated the ability to flip his staff and and changed how he interacted with some of his players. And I think he's basically maximized Notre Dame recruiting-wise, facilities-wise, football-wise. Really, the only thing he's not been able to do there is have an elite quarterback, which you know we had Dracovic, who's now killing it for Boston College, but they didn't work out there. But, but Brian Kelly works so hard at recruiting, and that staff works so hard, and there are a lot of kids they just cannot get into or keep in school at Notre Dame. They get so many exemptions per year. I don't know what that exact number is, but realistically, there's a lot of kids that you can get into school at LSU and keep eligible at LSU who can't handle the the, the, the coursework at Notre Dame, or who character-wise Notre Dame would probably say no to. And Brian Kelly's not getting any younger. He's gone to the national championship game and gotten stomped. He's gone to the playoff and gotten stomped. He has consistently produced top 10 or top 5 quality teams here at Notre Dame. I think this is him saying, I want to go for it. I want to be able to recruit all those guys, all these guys we try to go to, go to the South for and finish second for. I don't want to finish second. I want to get all those big dudes from the state of Louisiana, right? 2.0 core GPA, good enough test score, badass on the field. All right, get, get in. I, I want to make a run at this thing before I retire. That's what I think this is.
3: Danny? I think it could be perfect. You know, like I think yeah. it really could be perfect. Is my internet horrible? If it is,
2: I'm
1: gonna no, get wild. You're great. You're all good. Oh, now he's gone. Well, now, Den. now, De- now, yeah. internet is terrible. All right. Well, I, I, you know, but it's weird to me because <laughs> it's like earlier this year. Brian Kelly was asked, you know, he, he made a comment that Marcus Freeman's going to be the next head coach at Notre Dame. And what I took away from it was, A, he was just pumping up his new defensive coordinator who was doing an excellent job at Cincinnati and by all accounts had been doing an excellent job in South Bend, both on the field and on the recruiting trail. But I kind of took it as a Brian Kelly was maybe feeling like he was nearing the end of his string I thought maybe just as a coach like maybe he was approaching getting ready to retire and he thought that he had done enough at Notre Dame and probably taken it as far as he can reasonably be expected to take it. They've been in the playoff twice in 3 years. They don't have a conference as the playoff expands to 12 schools if like buys are reserved for conference champions that would make it far more difficult for Notre Dame to win a national title. So I thought maybe he was just kind of getting to a place where he was ready to hang it up. So I guess I'm surprised in that he's leaving Notre Dame for LSU, and I thought he was just going to stay there for a few more years and call it a career. But, Danny, you think that this is something that could be perfect.
3: I do. So LSU has been kind of this place that's a little bit like the wild, wild west, right? They don't care. They can overlook, you know, Les Miles' quirks. I think So they can get over, you know, Ed Ogeron's history. He's a little bit, you know, shaky. But what did Nick Saban have? Nick Saban had structure, discipline, discipline. Combination with best talent, you know, that he could buy, that he could recruit. And now you get that with a coach who has proven everywhere he's been that he's a winner. And it's not just Notre Dame. Like this is a coach with basically a perfect resume. And I know it kind of sounds crazy to even say this because when I talk about coaches that win with less, like I'm always more impressed by guys like Pat Fitzgerald or David Cutcliffe at Duke. Brian Kelly has been winning with less than they have at Alabama, then Georgia, then, like, pick Oklahoma. He's been winning consistently and adapted to the times, all of it, where I think this is slam dunk. Like, I really do. You bring in that discipline, his style, with the talent, you pair it up with the enthusiasm, the resources he's going to get. Like, there's there's a part of me that wonders personality-wise, I think he's going to be similar to Saban. Like, you know, like, hey, my way or the highway, like either get on board or get out. And because he does have some cachet, he's got success. I think he can get away with it.
1: It is gonna be kind of weird culturally to me, though, because this is a guy who he's he's from the northeast. I think he's from like Massachusetts, he's from yep. the New England area. He's an Irish Catholic guy who was coaching at the Irish Catholic school. And now it's like I just wonder culturally how the Irish Catholic guy from the Northeast is going to fit in in Baton Rouge in that environment. Although, I mean, I don't know. I I haven't run a a census there lately, but I do believe there's a large Catholic population. It's pretty Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that way he'll fit in. It's just (laughs) Brian Kelly's always kind of struck me as an Irish cop. And now he's going to be in New Orleans. And we joked about it earlier today, but it's like coming soon to Paramount Plus, the Irish the Irish cop in Baton Rouge. So it's going to be interesting to see. I do agree with you, Danny. Like, he does have some Saban-like tendencies, both in his approach to putting together a program and both in just kind of a salty, gruff attitude that, you know, it's it's his way or the highway. And it's, I don't know. It's I, I am still surprised, though, because, like, it feels like LSU, if you go by names, it hit a quote-unquote home run. But I also feel like it wasn't their first choice. So it's kind of one of those weird options where it's like maybe they got down a lot further on the list than they expected, and they're still going to come out feeling great.
2: So this really does fit with what Scott Woodward has done all throughout his career. He is really big on track record, not so much on upside, but like he wants to find guys who are really proven and then overpay for it or pay top dollar for it, depending on, on your viewpoint. Right, Chris Peterson, very proven winner at Boise State. Jimbo Fisher, really proven winner, obviously at Florida State until you know the last year. Kim Mulkey, the basketball coach coach from Baylor, one of the very best in the sport. I, I think a lot of people didn't mention Brian Kelly early on uh, because a it'll be an interesting cultural fit. We'll see. Uh, and then B, by all accounts, the guy was pretty happy at Notre Dame. Uh, mm-hmm. but again, how old is Brian Kelly? 61, 60, 60. Yeah. All right. So take a look at that. Not a lot of guys older than 60 win a national title, the, the clock is of course ticking on his career. You don't know how long Nick Saban's going to be at Alabama. Uh, my guess is Brian Kelly will be at LSU longer than Saban, you know, or well, I, you know, I, I think he'll be there, uh, w- when Saban leaves Alabama, it's hard to see this Failing spectacularly, there's no guarantee he actually wins that national title. There is a ton of competition in that league, uh, but it's a very proven winner. Guys showing he can replace coaches on both sides of the ball. They do recruit about as well as you could possibly expect Notre Dame to do. And now the governor's off. You can go after a much bigger pool of
3: kids academically and character-wise. You know what grade I give it? C, C plus, C plus. Yeah. C plus, like, yeah, I think it'll be good, but you hit on something ability to bring coaches. What is Marcus Freeman coming with him? Like, or is he going to go take another job? Does this open up something for him? Like, I'll be curious to see what type of staff he assembles, who goes with him. And of course the big question is what happens at Notre Dame now, but did you read the quote? What, when he was asked about this before, cause I like, I'll never forget when A-Rod in baseball got his first, not his second, his first $250 million deal, which was like 20 years ago, which is insane. It was one of the first ones, and you're like, what? This is funny money. This is stupid. Brian Kelly was asked about taking the LSU job, and he said, no. I mean, look, I think Mike Tomlin had the best line, right? Unless the fairy godmother comes by with that $250 million check my wife would want to take a look at that first. I'd have to run it by her. Did he lay out his price? Like, are we just going to be? Is there going to be some <laughs> sticker shock here? Like, I don't, I don't think it's two fifty, but is it one fifty? What is the number here that these schools are willing to pay? Because clearly, LSU desperate situation swung out a couple home runs, and instead of choking and poking, you know, getting that base hit zero and two, they said no, we're going to take one more swing, and I'll be really curious to see what
1: the number is. I feel like it's got to be nine figures. I, I don't. I just don't see him leaving Notre Dame. Like especially because Matt Fortuna from the Athletic reported that you know and he's tied into Notre Dame. He covered them for a while. He, he's doing more national now, but he said that kind of like at Oklahoma, a lot of people at Notre Dame right now were really caught off guard by this and surprised and did not see it coming. In fact, there was a report a couple hours ago, like when this first started, like LSU's targeting Brian Kelly. There were reports that were like, you know, Notre Dame. They tried in September or right after they got rid of Orgeron and were kind of rebuffed, and they were coming back. And then they, I can't remember who it was, but they said nobody at Notre Dame seems all that concerned. And then an hour later, Pete Thamel jumps on saying that it's happening. So I have to think that for it to happen this quickly. It's got to be a Godfather offer. It's got to be a major contract. It kind of, like, you think about what Mel Tucker got at Michigan State. So that gives you an idea of what LSU was playing with when they were going after that. So I think that this is going to be at least a hundred million.
2: If it's not a hundred million, the the average annual value is got to be like thirteen. Ridiculous. You know. Yeah. So it, may, maybe it's like you know seven and thirteen. So it's ninety-one over seven or something like that. I mean, and he is sixty.
3: So maybe there's right. Some, <laughs> some, yeah. I mean, that, that's like. I don't this is wild this is also nuts it really is just my I I just was telling my so we were getting little family dinner back home from practice and I was like hey I gotta work again we got emergency pod so I was my daughters were like what's going on I'm like well we're seeing this coaching carousel coach are getting hired I said to my wife I'm like these coaches are getting funny money There's like 95 million 100 million (laughs) my oldest my 14 year old goes dad why don't you get into coaching? I was like, "It's a smart kid. Maybe I need to <laughs> throw your oh name, geez. throw your name
1: out there right now. Go right? to Twitter and be like, am 'I'm, I, I'm interested.' Let me Oklahoma. get you texting on it. Let me <laughs> Give get me a call. Notre I'll do it Dame. i will a lot
3: cheaper than these guys. Holy let's
1: go. let's squash that Notre Dame Florida State beef right now. I will
3: coach. <laughs> <laughs> do we like of all these? One of these is going to be wrong, don't you think? Like, but like, it's. I always look at the name. Yes. Like Keith Thamel yeah. comes out with it, and I'm like, oh, all right, it's probably p- pretty legit, but. Is there a chance that Notre Dame gets on the phone and they call their people and they say, no, 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 we're not going to lose our guy? Like, there's one of these are going to be wrong. We're going to get led on a goose, you know, wild goose hunt and we're going to be like back to square one. But this does feel legit. Oh, do you think it's not legit? No, no, no. We were just, we've been spitballing here for a while. I think it's legit because it was Pete Thamel. But at one of these, we're going to get sent down this wild rap, you know. Oh, this, uh, well, we got Ross in there too. Ross
0: Dellinger yeah. also
1: has it. Chip, you missed it, but Danny is now a candidate for both the Oklahoma and the Notre Dame jobs. <laughs> so you got, got looking- Dusty
0: on the inside, pal-
1: <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Oh, that's no. right.
0: You could use Dusty. You got it right, exactly. <laughs> I got yeah. my
3: daughter wanting me to make ninety-five million. It's what I got. So <laughs> She wants me to be a football coach.
0: Did she find? She found out what some of these. Uh, coaches yeah, she's like, "Why are you working during dinner?" I'm like, "Ah, we got." And I was explaining to her the money that's going around. I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, I got yelled at. Was it? And the only question was, hired or fired. That's <laughs> <laughs> yep, all you need to know
2: um i, I was reading good night moon um <laughs> do we want to go to who does notre dame hire now yes I,
0: it's it's real simple the problem is they were both co-staff members together at cincinnati like a year ago are we sure it's that simple
1: i got I another one that simple yeah right. i got another one too
0: okay nat campbell
1: yeah. yeah possibility for sure i the most interesting thing to me and chip, I, I know like we talked about earlier in the show before you got here, like there was the quote from Brian Kelly a few months ago about how Marcus Freeman's going to be the next head coach at Notre no, Dame. No, You
0: corrected me that that's not exactly what he was saying. He was saying Marcus Freeman's going to be a head coach. Yeah.
1: So I, I don't know like if I don't know if Notre Dame's going to look at Marcus Freeman and like the plan was for him to take over this quickly. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that he's definitely got a legit shot. I don't know if they're not. I don't think they're going to just name him without doing a search because I think, obviously, the most interesting, you know, giant elephant in the room here is Luke Fickle, who is at Cincinnati, who has turned down Big Ten jobs. And it's not been a great secret that Fickle is happy at Cincinnati. And there are only really a few jobs that he would consider leaving Cincinnati for. And they're either like the Ohio State, Michigan, a huge Big Ten job. Notre Dame and now Notre Dame is coming open at the time Luke Fickle has his Cincinnati team on the precipice of the college football playoff so he's going to have a decision to make because who knows when the next time Notre Dame is going to come open if they get this higher right it might be another decade it might be 20 years look at how long Brian Kelly's been there so does Luke Fickle entertain the Notre Dame job while preparing his team for a playoff berth
3: Or does Brian Kelly take the LSU job when he's preparing for a playoff berth? We could have two coaches that are one foot out the door, but I'm going to stick this one out. Like, Have fun with that. I mean, this is
2: going to come off as not being very polite. It's freaking Notre Dame or Cincinnati. If you really thought you had a chance to win, okay. But you're worse this year than you were last year, Cincinnati-wise. Georgia's a hell of a lot better. There's no real reason to believe you can block Michigan. Uh, yeah, but he'll you, coach. If that's the job you want, Luke Fickle, want. Coach.
3: Luke Fickle yeah. may take the job, but he'll coach to the end.
2: And you're I allowed to Brian do Kelly that.
0: You're allowed to do that when it's the Group of Five to the Power Five jump. Mm-hmm. You don't think Brian Kelly could?
1: No, I don't know. It's, it's no. LSU, boy. I don't L- think is going to like that too much. LSU's be like, nope. You got to get here and you got to finish up this recruiting class. Who cares about losing in your first round game against Georgia?
0: Yeah. So we've got
3: Fickle, Campbell, and Marcus Freeman.
1: Anybody else? Urban. Yeah, it's going I don't (laughs) think it's. I don't. I'm just saying it's gonna come up. I don't. No, no, no. no, We need to say
0: Urban Meyer so that it gets put in the transcript and goes into the SEO.
2: Okay. Urban Urban Meyer, Meyer, Notre Notre Dame. Dame, Urban Meyer, Notre Dame. Urban Meyer, Notre
1: Dame.
2: (laughs) 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 I mean, nobody in the SEC, you would think, right now, right? I don't suspect that they want to go coordinator unless it's an internal guy. They've already had the chance to evaluate like, like Marcus Freeman. Mm-hmm. Uh, or...
3: Tommy you know, Reese? Mate, who? Tommy, Tommy Reese. Yeah. Oh, hey, listen, that's a good I
0: think Tommy Reese gets in. I, th- I think that Notre Dame does the thing where they call in both coordinators and they say that they're both candidates and they allow them to go through the interview process. Are they realistic candidates? I don't know. But and I the, think
2: they will be considered. The other guy maybe you would think about if you want to stay in the coordinator vein, but like the coordinator you've had a chance to evaluate uh, w- would be Elko. You know, m- maybe yeah. if, if the ad in there was like, hey, this guy's a stud. I, I don't think that they're going to go outside the family and go coordinator. So for me, it's like sitting head coach or coordinator who's actually worked there. I think hiring a coordinator who you've not actually worked with and seen how he works is too big of a gamble for a job like the Irish. Wild card name. Pat Fitzgerald.
0: Mm. I mean, that'd be great I mean, for Pat.
2: I would laugh my ass off. I mean, He'd I think
0: that, Their I offenses think so.
2: are so damn bad, dude. Like, they have been I the know. worst power yeah. offense to the last three years. That is he, way too big of a gamble. Like, Pat Fitzgerald cannot produce good offenses.
1: He is an he Irish produces Catholic winners, from the south though. side of Chicago. And it is Notre Dame. And I know Irish Catholics from the south side of Chicago. And while Pat bleeds purple now, I'm telling you growing up, he wasn't bleeding purple. He was bleeding green and gold. So... <laughs>
0: What about Marks? So you said nobody from the SEC about Mark Stoops. I think that's
1: a, uh, how. I, how do Catholics feel about divorce for now? We're fine. We're, we don't care. Okay. All right. I, I think that honestly, I was talking to somebody who was DMing me about the a Kentucky fan was DMing me earlier today asking me if I thought Mark Stoops was going to be leaving for like LSU or something. And I, I don't have any intel on this, but I really do feel like Mark Stoops is happy at Kentucky. And unless Iowa came open, I wouldn't worry about it too much if I'm a Kentucky fan.
3: Good suggestion, I think, from uh, one of our listeners in the comment section, David Shaw. If his stock was higher, it just feels like his stock is so low.
1: I don't think that. Unless you want to turn Notre Dame into Stanford, I don't think that's going to work too well. And I mean what Stanford is right now.
3: Right. What about the problem with his stock? now?
1: Oh, sorry, Tom. Dan Dan Mullen?
3: (laughs) That's laugh out loud. (laughs)
1: I think I think yeah no I think T-Stars or no Alex Roode in the chat has the great idea I think Notre Dame needs to check out Matt Nagy from the Chicago Bears
0: (laughs) I was going to say Brian Kelly uh, leaving the job means job security for Matt Nagy because you can't have the Notre Dame coach Mm -hmm. just flirting out there is coming to get your job at any point
1: do you think Jeff Halfley is regretting signing that extension a couple hours ago I think but Jeff. Hathaway one of these probably though, smart enough to not sign something that would prevent him from getting like Notre Dame.
3: <laughs> one of the one of these deal, like we're gonna see a Manny Diaz to Temple for two weeks, and then a school comes in and says, "No, that's our guy," because I think Halfley would be a great hire.
0: So it was for, like, and the the argument would be that because it was Temple, nobody cared, and that in the future it ain't gonna be Temple; it's gonna be a job, a big time job.
1: Mm-hmm. This is this is gonna be. I think it's gonna be. I think it'll end up either being Freeman Campbell or fickle
0: Dave Clawson.
1: I think that would be great. I just don't know if that's going to be quote unquote sexy enough.
3: Gosh, she's one though. <laughs> you know, I mean, half the told me to get over sexy. They need to get past it. Like get over the home run name. Give me a coach that wins. And that's hard sell. Cause your job is on the line. If you're the athletic director, like you're Jack Swarbrick, you got to sell it. You got to win the press conference. But man, you need some more athletic directors with some balls that just come out and say, no, this is our guy. We're going to stick with him. You know?
0: But that would be a Matt, Matt Campbell's not sexy. Like a Matt Campbell. I think he is. Name. You don't think
3: he's a name that they're like celebrating because he's lifted up Iowa State? I, he'd win the press conference. Like he would win him over in five minutes talking. But I still think he's a big enough name. Clawson would be a, like Notre Dame fans would be like, what? Like they would not be into that.
1: Who's the offensive coordinator with the Patriots right now?
0: Isn't it so, McDaniels? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Does, does <laughs> he we... have a decided schematic advantage that he can bring to South Bend to really turn the program <laughs> he around? He
3: could do the Charlie Weiss thing and bring the rings on the recruiting <laughs> trail and just say, look <laughs> at these. Come on.
1: <laughs> what about, yeah, there's Camilo Perez in the, in the comments there. Chris Peterson, who was rumored to be intrigued by the idea of possibly coming back to Washington. He was rumored to be possibly interested in the USC job. Notre Dame might be his, you know, you can recruit our kind of guys to Notre Dame.
0: Okay. So if we want to talk about, Oh, go ahead.
2: The one thing that uh, Halfley is not super proven as a head coach, but he did a great job at Ohio state as a D coordinator. He has NFL ties. He's a guy who understands how to recruit people on the academic side because Boston college, you know, can't exactly get a lot of 2.0 guys into school and keep them into school. Um, He did take Dracovic, the player that Notre Dame was super excited to have, the guy who was supposed to elevate them and become their next-level dude, the guy who the Irish could not develop under Brian Kelly. And Dracovic is absolutely balling for Boston College. I think he's going to come back to school, but I mean, he was easily NFL-bound had he not gotten hurt earlier this year. Uh,
1: That's something that I bet they'll look at like, huh, that guy did a pretty good job there. It's also kind of like an untalked about weakness with Kelly's time at Notre Dame for all the good he has done with that program. Like, you know, we said he's gotten it to the playoff two of the last three years. He might get it there this year if things break his way. Hasn't developed a ton of quarterbacks. Like Tommy Reese was solid. Ian Book was kind of the same guy for all four years of his career until last season when he kind of took a step forward. There hasn't really been that top of the line QB for him with the Irish.
3: You know, that's interesting though because I was doing like some Q&A like Twitter asked me anything on Saturday morning. I was on my flight and somebody said, what does Brian Kelly need to win a national championship? So all he's missing is a game-changing quarterback. Like you give him a top 10, you know, without a question, first-round quarterback and that's the difference. So I, I would say that's a massive difference because I think it's harder never to lure them to Notre Dame and it'd be a lot easier to
0: lure them to LSU. He has spoken about there being a little bit of a ceiling and his frustrations after playoff losses always seem to come. Who is, who's dropping some files right now? I don't know. Who is that?
2: Yeah. What? That's, that's not me. That's not me.
3: <laughs> I don't think it's me. I don't know.
2: <laughs> it's oh, it's Coca.
0: It's uh, Coca. Okay. That's Coca. I don't think Stress everybody else can hear that. I think it's us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but he's, he's Brian Kelly's come out and he's been like, they were better. They were better. You know, like, Hey, we didn't do anything wrong. They were just better. And, you know, I I chalk this up to the competitor in Brian Kelly. Two things. Number one, the competitor in Brian Kelly being like, "I okay, LSU, if you're going to come and back the truck up, and I, I would like to be able to finally overcome the last hurdle, the last excuse that I have. I mean, he's the winningest coach in Notre Dame history. What's left to accomplish? If he doesn't think he's going to win a national championship at Notre Dame, and he wants to win a national championship before he hangs it up, go to somewhere where you can get better talent. So I, I understand that. And then I do think that, When paired with the Lincoln Riley move, it adds to uh, what we trace all the way back to the summer, which is like everybody's running right now. Like Cedric the Entertainer has a bit that no one ever asks to say, why we are running? Like if somebody starts running, everyone starts running. And then when you stop running, you ask them why we were running. But at the time, you don't stop to be like, hey, why are you running? It's like, oh, is everybody running? We're running. And everything is uncertain. It's college football playoff expansion. There's conference realignment. There's name, image, and likeness. The NCAA is going to get reworked after getting its ass kicked in the Supreme Court. Like Everyone has got this feeling of instability so that I think it is going to be more likely that moves are made rather than uh, anyone feeling comfortable in any one place.
1: So how many more blue bloods are going to come open this cycle then? Because who are Oklahoma and Notre Dame going to steal their coaches from to open up? Because like, how many is that now? That's LSU, USC, Oklahoma, now Notre Dame, Florida. Florida, Florida. So these are all like top 10 jobs that are coming open in the same damn coaching cycle. This is insane. I was
0: thinking that for the Marcus Freeman side of this, for Notre Dame, this makes it more likely that Marcus Freeman might get a call to be a head coach somewhere else,
1: right? I think it'd be. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Fickle takes a Notre Dame job and then Freeman gets a Cincinnati job.
0: But what yeah. if he wants a power five? Or for five a G job? Tech.
1: I guess it is a Tech. Cincinnati is a power five, five. job uh, yeah. pretty soon.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, Shouldn't be open. worried about Dave Doran? Ooh, that's an interesting one.
2: Can you imagine Dave Doran coaching co- Notre Dame?
0: I was thinking more about a Domino's type situation oh, okay. there. A sitting head coach opens up another job.
1: I would I wouldn't yeah if, if I'm an NC State fan I'm not worrying about Doran at Oklahoma or Notre Dame right now but depending on what happens after that maybe
2: Matt Rule's dad was what not Baptist but something that was fairly close cuz Baylor li- li- liked the uh, the closeness of, the, of that connection right mm, I think so yeah it wasn't Catholicism I, I know cuz like, I I would have said
1: that's not close Baylor Matt Rule um, doesn't Matt Rule doesn't seem sad enough to be Catholic <laughs> uh I mean that that's you know
0: Hey, hey, the, the Brian Lutheran Kelly. Here, it's
1: pretty
2: close to original recipe.
0: Brian <laughs> Kelly leaves Notre Dame to go to LSU and Tom's just got him locked and loaded. Said, I've been waiting for this. <laughs> um, I, listen, did y'all already discuss Mario Cristobal?
2: I don't, not Notre I, Dame. I don't see that I do not at think at all. that Notre Dame would hire Mario Cristobal.
1: <laughs> okay. No. At all. I don't think, I don't think Mario Cristobal would appreciate some of the restrictions placed on his recruiting at Notre Dame. <laughs> Oh man. What about so, yeah, what the commenters, why why not get Clark Lee, your old defensive coordinator, back and have him bring Barton to be his general manager for the fight in Irish?
0: Barton always mean? did have some soft eyes for Notre Dame. I know. I know if a lot of Clark. I know that was a lot of Clark related love, but he did it he did enjoy himself. Because it like all not all of us, but I can speak to this too. You go to a campus. Coaches show you love. You get walked around the program, and you come back, and like the first time you ask, by it, like they really got a good thing going. You know, they really do. Well,
1: you know, nerds love nerds. What can you say? <laughs> <That's true>.
0: <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, sure. Go for it,
0: <laughs> Brett Fieldman of Notre Dame. I mean, this. Right, so, do you think that Notre Dame moves quickly? How about that? What's the timetable here?
1: God how the hell can we know? Like, I don't think Notre Dame knew that this was going to happen 20 minutes ago and now it happened. So it's like, I don't really think we're going to see like a quick rebound here. I think they're probably going to need a week.
3: And yeah. they got to see if they're playing the playoff
0: yeah. <laughs> so, and uh, CFP and on. I'm going to tell you, they'll keep them <laughs> out.
1: That's no the way thing, of like,
0: putting a zombie coach on national television for the college football playoff.
1: There's going to be a lot of interest in this job. So it's not like you need to just rush and find a guy. I think you're better off vetting all the possible candidates to get the best person available. Hell, we might see somebody who just signed an extension at their current school. Like not, the not, kid, I know we uh, talked about Half but somebody might rip that apart and go r- leave right now, too. I
3: wonder um, who do you think Brian Kelly takes with him? Who's the kid, the linebacker, when they're like the five star linebacker he just signed a few weeks ago?
1: I don't know, but I'd be lying to you, Danny, if I haven't, if I didn't say that I've already wondered about some Illinois recruits that were also Notre Dame offers who ended up in South Bend, who maybe Illinois can go after now.
3: Boy, well, that well, might be going to Baton Rouge too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: there, there, there's one guy you, that you really need to uh, um, to pay attention to here on the recruiting side, and it's Walker Howard, um, five star on the composite. We have him a 94 overall, which is still a top 100 player, top 75 player. In fact, uh, Notre Dame is the only non-LSU school to get Walker Howard quarterback at Lafayette uh, to come on a visit. Now, he's still committed to LSU. uh, But if he was going to go somewhere, it was going to be Notre Dame, at least from from our intel. Uh, Now that they
3: got Brian Kelly, pretty sure this is going to lock in Walker Howard for them. Jalen Sneed was the guy I was thinking about, the five-star linebacker. Committed to Notre
0: Dame. I would think that'd be a Marcus Freeman lead recruiter situation.
3: Yeah. I also think that,
2: I mean, if if you heard us talk today about, hey, guys really commit to a coach, and don't really commit to a school. That's true in most circumstances. And I'm sure in some cases that is true with the Irish. But I do think that more kids commit to Notre Dame for Notre Dame than they commit to Oklahoma for Oklahoma. Because of the ac- the academics and that, that that type of stuff, the whole forty year decision recruiting pitch, that that type of thing.
1: There is one recruit in Notre Dame's class from Louisiana. He is three star athlete, Amorian Walker from Ponchatoula.
0: Big Ponchatoula. That's also Ponchatoula. Uh, home to TJ Finley. That's right. Um, so what's what are the LSU players thinking when they hear? Brian Kelly's our next head coach. Like, how does this change? For example, like Eli Rick's five-star cornerback is in the transfer portal. But uh, as has been documented, being in the transfer portal doesn't mean that you're necessarily leaving. In a lot of cases, it does. But if you've got one of these head coach in flux situations, a lot of top players are putting their name in the transfer portal so that their options can be open until the new staff has to come and convince them to stay. So, like, Danny, like, what, what do you think players are thinking right now?
3: Their heads are spinning just as much as ours. I'm third. They're texting each other. I'm sure there's a text thread on the team, like, what is happening right now? And I would say it's, again, it's find out who he's who he's bringing with him. I'm sure there's a lot of them that are confused. You know, you got it. like, I was in such a different era when you didn't see this. Plus, I played at a school where I never, it never even crossed my mind. Now, we did have uh, Brad Scott, our offensive coordinator, leave to take a head job, but then it was Mark Rick, quarterback, coach, elevated. So it was, there was nothing that new that I had to deal with. But in the NFL, I dealt with this, and it's we're becoming more like the NFL than ever before. It's holy cow, what just happened? Wait a second. This is our new coach. And then it's well, I guess you're kind of on pins and needles waiting to see if you even like him. You know, like I do think Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley, you have to recruit the team that you're inheriting, like to kind of feel them out and vet them out. I'm sure there's some players that are doing the same thing. They're gonna meet Brian Kelly, and you'll probably decide find out really quick whether they enter the transporter portal or not, if they think it's a good fit. Again, some of us come down as a coordinator. Like if he brings Marcus Freeman with him to be the DC Baton Rouge, I think that's a huge asset. Like, can you get that going? Who's his offensive? If I'm a quarterback, if I'm Max Johnson, if I'm one of these quarterbacks, all right, who's your, who's our guy? Who's our offensive coordinator going to be? What type of system are we going to run? And if it fits and you like that guy, then I'll stick around. If not enter, put it, put it, put your name in the portal. It's crazy.
0: Mm. Um any uh, any other lingering uh, thoughts or uh, or final takes before uh
1: how many yeah. hours until we're doing this again? Like are we gonna or- be back here at three a.m.? Because like I don't know, I Ryan Ryan Day left for Oklahoma or something.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> three three AM in I don't know, Australia? when we're back here next
3: time I don't know so Ross Dellinger Coca just hit us up there I just saw his Twitter feed he two minutes ago said that his more confirmation pouring in Brian Kelly has informed Notre Dame he's
0: leaving for LSU nuts I know new era man or maybe just an unstable one we'll see you can follow him on Twitter at Tom Fernell you can follow him at Bud Elliott 3 you can follow him at Danny Cannell you can follow me at Chip underscore Patterson gentlemen thank you very much
1: Thank you.